hello to a little bit of everything with me fans i need your help the community votes at topical 2021 voting is now open i want to thank all of you for nominating me for the podcast but now voting is now open help me bring home an award the link is going to be in the show notes it's etobico.communityvotes.com to spell etobico it's e-t-o-b-i-c-o-k-e head over to the link in the show notes at etobico.communityvotes.com if you are just signing up on the website make sure you head over to uh, sports recreation and fitness once you click on that click on radio stations and you will find a little bit of everything with me on the top of the page it makes it easier because it's all in alphabetical order i just want to thank all of you so far for nominating me help me bring home the community award and also to the co-op family the circles outstanding podcast that i've co-founded thank you guys for nominating me it's so fantastic to have a great community and thank you to all the listeners for all your support help me bring it home voting 2021 has started for the etobicoke community votes help me get there the deadline is sunday november 7th share it with somebody i need your help and it'll be amazing to bring this award home being against one of the top dogs of radio for the past like 15 years so help me out thank you guys so much and enjoy the episode how many times she told him hey you know we're just not getting married michael i'm done michael i'm done so you know it seems like they're not quite done yet Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me and I am your host Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything so sit back and enjoy the show. I just want to say thank you so much to the coupon queen pen for filling in for me because my little man here had uh, other plans for me <laughs> but I do want to say thank you so much to the coupon queen pen for uh, really pulling in and just helping me out with this episode. So guys, enjoy the recap and special shout out to the coupon queen pin. And I hope baby M will say something. Are you going to say something, baby M? No. Okay. So guys, it is 90 Day Fiance time, and as you can see, it's a keep on queens in here, and hopefully my co-host Angelica, from a little bit of everything with me, will be joining me later. But, okay, there was no Darcy and Stacy. they had their season finale, so woohoo, bye-bye right now, but we do know on the flip side that... Family Chantel is coming, and it looks like there is going to be a drama. We are going to finally find out what the heck was going on with Nicole and those Mickey Mouse pajamas on the train here in New York City. Then, oh, so we have to wait for that, but oh my gosh. And if you guys are not joining us on clubhouse at four o'clock eastern every tuesday then you are missing out on some great conversation we talk everything a 90 day but guys oh my gosh so let's get into it because of course we've got to get through bears all 
and the other way. So bears all, oh my goodness. Bears all, we had some people that I thought I wouldn't see, which I was kind of hoping that I didn't see. But bears all, the first person they bring on is Angela, you know, Angela and Michael. So Angela is still celebrating her new body. And okay, I'm not too sure how I was feeling about that outfit, though. That that whole yellow dress with the two slits on the side, you know, but they bring out Angela and she's saying that she's actually lost some more weight, even though technically she weighs the same amount, but she's lost more fat and muscle weighs more than fat. So she's still ex pretty much the same weight, but she's lo lost more fat, but she looks pretty good. She does look pretty good. So they start talking about how, you know, what went on during, of course, during their relationship and how they first met. But then they go into really what the heck happened at the tell-all where she walked out twice, not once, but twice. And she was just feeling over it. Now she blames it on the fact that she had had a procedure done and then flew in straight from having the procedure straight to New York um, to do the tell-all. But I'm not really sure I'm buying this because as producers have said, she's pretty much a character. You know, she is really, really a character. I agree with you, Dahlia, another throwdown. So... And she's talking about the family Chantel. For those of you that are listening on the podcast, we're answering live our Facebook viewers and anyone that is watching us also on Twitter. So now the crazy part is with that, you know, she's saying she's lost all this weight and she actually kind of flashes the camera again but this time it's where we didn't want to see because she shows in between her legs and it kind of got weird. Thank goodness for blurry and pixelated uh, camera views because that wasn't something I wanted to see. Now, one of the things I will say is if you do not have Discovery Plus, um, please understand when you get Discovery Plus, there is a lot of there are a lot of things, especially on Bears All that they leave in. So if you have little ones in the room, please, please, because they are allowed to say words and say things and do things that they wouldn't normally do on the television portion of this. So yeah, but, oh my gosh. So they actually bring in Michael and Michael starts giving his feelings about what happened, what went down. But it seems like she and Michael are on good terms now, which was really confusing from the tell-all. Because if you remember from the tell-all, she was saying how she wanted a divorce. And that was the last time they were going to see each other, which is not uncommon for these two. I'll be real with you. Because if you remember how many times she told him, hey, you know, we're just not getting married, Michael. I'm done, Michael. I'm done. So, you know... It seems like they're not quite done yet. And even after the flashing and the yelling at Aunt Lydia, 
But now they decide to hook Michael up to a lie detector. Yes, a polygraph. And they start asking all the questions that Michael wanted, that Angela wanted to know about Michael. And for the most part, he passed. It was a bit of a rocky start because, believe it or not, he did not know how to answer the polygraph. He didn't know that he was just supposed to say yes or no. But they kind of got through that and began. he began answering the questions in the correct format. But, oh my gosh, for the most part, they were true, except, guys, except the looking at the stripper's butt. And, of course, he tries to explain this uh, way by saying, hey, you know, I was dancing with Angela, and, you know, I happened to look in the mirror, and I could see her through the mirror. I agree, Dahlia. Michael needs to be the one to call it quits and actually follow through. So uh, I'm like, oh, my goodness. But they didn't have too much, you know, of a big thing. But he did pass his polygraph. And then they brought out, which I didn't know was Angela's 90-day daughter, Julia, from Julian Brandon. And she starts talking about how there are women. Are you women sliding into a... Uh, Brandon's DMs because he's so darn cute. And from what I'm understanding, he's also getting some men sliding into his DMs. So I agree. They should, Deanna, they should hook up, hook Angela up and ask about her doctor because that that was one of the things that I wanted to know. Yeah, you about you and Dr. Obang. Because uh, you guys were hanging out and we, we didn't forget that. So it seems like Brandon is getting all these DMs and, you know, Julia's not quite pleased about it. She's really not quite pleased about it. And she's he's not just getting DMs from men, women. He's getting DMs from men also, you know, to, you know, those famous pics that women don't like to get by surprise he is getting those but people are flirting with him and telling him they will treat him better than she does and she confesses to the fact that she's been in Russia for a month came back and they the they being Betty and Ron wanted us to take a short vacation and they asked them to take care of the farm. And Julia says the worst part about taking care of the farm is the dogs having to clean up after the dogs all the time. So, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know. But after that, they have some sort of dance off and they're having fun. And I think the funniest thing to me was Angela asked for them to put on the Dougie and then she didn't know how to Dougie. 
I was like, wait, what, what? You ask for a dance that you don't know how to do. And she says she was practicing her Dougie. Well, she definitely has not been practicing her Dougie. She needs to either go back to YouTube or go back to the music video and learn how to Dougie. <laughs> but yeah. So after that, we get to hear from Stephanie. Remember Stephanie and Erica? Well, oh my gosh. I, I don't know if his mom is sending most of these DMs, Ken. <laughs> but um, Stephanie and Erica, oh my goodness. You know, Stephanie seems to be doing very well. We find out that she's going to be on The Single Life. She is having fun. She says that somehow she was ruined before her trip to to Australia because she was actually dating an Australian guy and she wasn't enjoying being intimate with him. And she always wonders if that's the reason that she didn't enjoy being with Erica, aside from all the fighting. <sighs> yeah, no, uh, Stephanie, that was just you. You're just really strange. Let's not forget, this is the woman who wrote an ode to pizza. But yeah. So we also find out that she's going to be on this season of the single life and it seems like she's going to be dating both men and women so because remember she's bisexual she's the first lgbtqia individual on they were the first lgbtqia couple on um on 90 day fiance or in the franchise and so she's saying that she's happy now but I did hear some sort of a rumor out there and it looks like it may have been confirmed. She is dating one of the heads of TikTok. Yes, you heard me right. TikTok. So I don't know, but this was not too long after she did the whole joining, making the platform that was similar to um, OnlyFans, because remember, OnlyFans was getting rid of their content, their adult content. And um, she made a, a platform where people that wanted to do more adult content could be free, like there wasn't enough out there, but that could be free to do what they wanted to. And she picked up some of her 90-day other cast members. So, yeah. But... I, I I really don't know what is what is going on with that. Really, what's going on with that? But uh, then we also find out that actually, I need to back up a little bit. That Yara uh, is on video call with Caesar and. Yara and Julia actually give Caesar some dating advice because 
they see that he's been taken advantage of. But one of the funniest things that came out of that segment was the fact that people were calling Yara, including Jovi's mom, trying to figure out if she was actually Maria because Maria, believe it or not, does look a quite a bit like Yara. But no, it's definitely they are not the same person. And she admits that she is not very proud of the fact that people from her country are scamming other men from men from other countries. So, hey, don't know, don't know. But one of the crazy things, because you know there's always some sort of performance or something interesting that goes on at the end of Bears All, well... We got another original song from Stephanie called Erica Don't Come to America. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Caesar also has a new best friend, Drake. So, according to Caesar, he and Drake, yes, you know, Drizzy, Papi Shampoo, call each other regularly he slid into caesar's dms and they are now friends he sends him clothing from his clothing line so hey you never know who's gonna find you on instagram um i'm I'm trying to find out how i get this kind of hookup because i keep getting 90 day adjacent siblings but yeah (laughs) but Oh my gosh. So yeah, Drake Drake and Caesar are friends. But oh my gosh. So back to Stephanie and her new song, Erica, Don't Come to America. She made this ode to 90 Day and her whole entire journey with Erica from beginning to end. And it seemed to have a small ensemble because there was a saxophone, a flautist a violinist and even a pianist it it was just at first she started playing the piano but she wanted to be all over the place and being extra dramatic and so crazy so angelica you know where drake lives so you know this is your mission should you choose to accept it so you had a picture in front of his house like tom um, <laughs> but oh my gosh, but yeah, that it wasn't, it wasn't all that, but it was, it was quite funny and quite amusing, but dear goodness. So let's get on to the other way. <sighs> okay. Where do we start? Where do we start? I guess we you know what? I don't want to start with Kenneth or Armando because it just seems like their stuff is so sane. We need to leave it in the middle somewhere. So let's start with Jenny and Samit. Um, they're talking. They're talking about what happened. And one of the things that Samit says is that he actually did have a younger sister that passed away, unfortunately. And he feels like his mother kind of blames him for divorcing his ex-wife 
because she always wanted the daughter that she feels like she lost and she felt like she gained that with his ex-wife because of course she was younger but now the problem is with him being in love with an older woman she does not get that same feeling so the closest thing she gets to it is Shri, which is Amit, his brother's wife. Um, and of course, you know, these two are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But the consensus that I keep seeing from Twitter is, Jenny, please, 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 for the love of God, come back to the United States. Like, really? I don't know. I, I, it's just like it's too much I'm hoping that she does I, I'm not sure that she will it seems like she's doing everything in her power to stay out there and just be with him but now she's suggesting that you know his mom and his dad go for therapy and they need to go for therapy like there's some sort of troubled married couple Newsflash, Jenny, you two are not married. You can go to couples counseling. I'm not saying that you can't, but he's not going, it's not going to make him marry you. It's not going to make him marry you. I, I don't I don't know what's going to happen with this couple because they seem to be very good at not, you know, not putting things beforehand on social media. So we will see. He used to lie because they as a family had to do to do what the mom said to keep the peace. That is true, Deanna. They did have to do what the mom said to keep the peace because it seems like she's very, very angry. And even when his father wants to give in to him, if his father decides to give in, she gets really, really pissed off, meaning um, Samit's mom. So... She may need to go to counseling for anger management, but I don't think counseling is the answer for Sami and Jenny, you know, but we will see now. We do see for whatever reason, it seems like Sami's mother and father have moved in with them. I'm not sure why, but... They did move in with, looks like they're in the next episode, they're moving in with them. And she's not too happy with Jenny's cooking or cooking skills or lack thereof, as she feels. So we will see where this goes with these two. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure if that's the best idea, especially since they already have a problem with Jenny and Jenny's age, but... Who knows? Now, oh my gosh. Can we get to Steve and Alina? Oh my goodness. Because it seems like most of this episode was the Steve and Alina show. Now, he actually admits that he bought or rented a new apartment, which is larger. But someone on Twitter, if you guys are following me on Twitter, CouponQueenPin001 on Twitter, um, you know that 
I am following and live tweeting as this is going on. But someone on Twitter actually wrote, hey, it's still a one bedroom apartment, meaning there's that one bedroom with the big bed. And it, even though it's larger, it's still just the one bedroom. Um, of course, now the sofa is larger. But and supposedly they're trying to sleep in two separate rooms. Of course, his he's afraid that, you know, they might mistakenly have sex, which is I'm still trying to figure out exactly what he means by that. I don't know if he just means being tempted, but with the way he acts constantly about trying to hug and trying to, I don't think she's the problem, Stephen. I, I think it's more you, you know, it's, it's so weird. But one of the crazy things is that he's now saying he's not sure if he's ready to get married because remember last week they went to, you know, to see what they would need and, the person at the consulate told them, hey, you guys should want, would want to consider getting married as soon as possible. Alina's like, hey, I'm all for it. Let's do it. I was ready yesterday. And now he's like, I have to think. Dude, wasn't that the purpose of this whole trip? To get there and marry this woman? Like now all of a sudden you have to think? <sighs> but... That's not the only weird thing going on with this couple. Now she finds out that he he starts talking to her and telling her about the dates that he went on with these other women. Because remember, he asked her a while ago, was it okay if he went on dates? Now he's saying that all he did was kiss these women. But, but, um... You know, it's not just a matter of kissing. You know, he actually admits that he actually slept with these women in his side interview. He was supposed to be with her, but he dated, kissed, and now she now had she with others. She cannot hate. She cannot have wine. Yeah, we're going to get to that not having wine part because E, the show on E, pop news, pop night news had a field day with the whole wine excursion. So, oh my gosh. But she's like, you know, she does all this and she's talking about it. And she's not happy, but she doesn't know that he's actually slept with some of these women. Now, she, remember, she also has the little trap she set for him with her friend Masha. And Masha actually tells her that, yeah, he texted me back. He's answered me. He's trying to flirt, blah, blah, blah. And she she doesn't want to confront him with it but she tells Masha to keep texting him and keep in contact with him so that she can have more information for her little sting operation but dear goodness so he says it's a nice day let's go out they decide to go out for wine 
And he's, you know, going, well, you can't drink wine because that's not part of, you know, how Mormon Mormons do. There's no drinking of alcohol. Um, and he goes, they go to this wine tasting place because he says, well, we can taste it, but we're going to spit it out. Right. And he keeps saying that, like, we're going to spit it out. And so she's kind of acting. Well, she's not kind of acting normal. She is acting normal when, when, um, you know, they get there, but they ask, you know, do you want to try white, red, or rosé, which is the normal thing? And so he says, well, can we try all of it? And they bring them the glasses. And he starts smelling it, which is not unheard of. But then he does something weird and he sticks his tongue in the glass and this is where the e the e show pop at night had a field day he has officially been named one of the most awkward one of the most awkward you know cast members on 90 day that they've seen so far so yeah yeah, it was quite, you're right, Deanna, it was quite disturbing to watch him. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So it, it's just like, you know, he's he's determined to keep this immature little boy kind of thing. And he's keeping her very up in the air about where he's feeling about marrying her. And then there is still the whole thing of her committing to his faith. And and, and it's just like, there's so many roundabout parts throughout this. But then she still does not want to confront him yet about the text messages. But it looks like next week she definitely is going to say something because I have to say kudos girl because she did not bite her tongue she did not bite her tongue when she wants to confront him so it looks like next week she is actually going to go full in on this whole thing with the whole text messaging and possibly talking to Masha but she is going to say something but then we have Ariella and Binium. Now they are taking baby Avi to the pediatrician and Avi um, you know she has some concerns because she says she keeps noticing when he gets mad or when he has to poop there's something poking out on his side of his groin and the doctor tells her you know actually it's something quite common which is a hernia and she says, okay, no problem, but what are we going to do? And he tells her, you know, well, you need to schedule him for surgery. She starts flipping out and saying, well, I don't trust the surgery being done here, which from a mom's standpoint, 
you want the best for your baby. You want you want the best care for your child. She wants to bring him back to the United States. But this starts triggering and severely triggering Binium. And he, and I can't blame him because remember, his other wife brought the baby back to to the United States or to Canada and did not return. So they're really afraid that this is what she, he's really afraid that this is what's going to happen with baby Avi and Ariella. So they have this conversation with her mom who just says, you know, yeah, I'll be here, you know, because even though she's a stay at home mom, she still needs a nanny or whatever. And he says, well, what if she needs help? And he says, I know you're busy. You have to work because remember her mom is a registered nurse. So you're still busy. You're very busy and blah, blah, blah. And he's, and so she says, well, I'll be here. I'll be here every step of the way, but it still doesn't quell his fears because he's very worried that she's going to take the baby and just pretty much skip town forever. So he also tells her, Hey, not only that you have to tell my sisters. Now in between that time that she's going to tell the sisters, she actually goes and purchases a ticket for the United States, but forgets to not forgets, but deliberately doesn't tell him. Yeah, I love her mom too. Her mom is super amazing. I follow her on Instagram. Anyone that wants to know on Instagram, she is Commando Mom and she also does uh, cameos and she is definitely a positive gangster as she calls herself. So you can get messages of positivity from her if you find her on Cameo. But yeah, she she goes and she waits until he's getting his hair cut and she tells him in her, you know, crying Darcy 2.0 fashion where she's like, Hey, I did something and I don't want you to hate me for it. And I don't want you to be mad at me. And she lets him know she bought the ticket. Now the real issue, like Benny says is, Hey, it's not that she even bought the ticket, but she bought the ticket without con- consulting with me first, which honestly, that was my big issue was not that she wanted the best for her baby or she thought she should come to America to get the best for her baby. But the fact that she did not consult with Benny before she went and bought this ticket, it's like, dear goodness. So, you know, understandably, he is upset. And the Twitterverse went nuts with this. Twitter went absolutely nuts with this. You know, everybody's saying how unfair she was. They were Team Ariella, but now they're not. Um, So I was still trying to figure out how anybody's Team Ariella, but they're saying they're Team Ariella, but now they're not. Um, So she goes out with, his sisters for some spa day, which was like the strangest spots, like different things that I wouldn't mix together. But the funny thing that got me was like the whole Yoni steaming. And she's like, I've never had where they're putting smoke up there. And it's like, you've never heard of Yoni steaming. 
Yoni steaming has been a huge thing since 2017. And you're talking about this. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe she sprung it on him at the barbershop either. But it's just like, so she goes and now she's telling them that she wants to bring the baby in and, you know, wishes almost in tears. Like, are you going to bring the baby back? Are you? And that's the, that's the one question that everybody wants to know. And she keeps promising, you know, you can't compare me to his, his ex-wife. You can't compare me. But girls, do you not realize that you are doing the same thing? Like, seriously? So she lets them know that she is going to definitely bring the baby back. And next week, it looks like they're leaving to go to, to the airport to drop off her and the baby. But somehow in between that, I'm not sure how much time passes, but they get into an argument about how, you know, it seems like he's been doing something and he wants her to bring the baby back, but he, she's claiming whatever he's doing is not trying to keep his family together and maybe he's been cheating and blah, 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 blah. And it seems like to me, I'm not sure if all of this is made up. I mean, you know, we already know that some of this stuff is done for ratings and is made of storyline, but some of it is actually real. So I'm not sure, but yeah, it, it's so, it's so, so crazy. Um, I, so we will see what happens with this couple next week. Now with all this craziness, let's get into a little lightheartedness. Let's talk Ken and Armando. So Ken and Armando are, you know, they're finally leaving and they're leaving because they were in on vacation, but actually let's back up a little bit. They, um, Cassie, Ken's daughter takes Hannah and his sister and his mom, and they, they're going to pick out a dress or fabric for a dress for Ken and Armando's wedding. Now, remember he had this thing with his father and they spoke and, and they, and they, patch things up and he told him I just want you to be happy but there's still this thing hanging over them which is hey he doesn't know if he's coming to the wedding but they're working on it they're working on it they're working on it that's all I can say about that <laughs> so they actually go to the fabric store and they're picking out some gorgeous fabric um, for the wedding and they want her to look like a little princess. But can I say something? I don't care what this little girl wears. Hannah rocks everything they put her in. So I'm very sure she is going to look absolutely gorgeous at this wedding. 
Um, and if you don't understand what I'm saying, definitely go check out Armando's Instagram page because he puts up pictures of Hannah all the time and she just looks like a little model. Like no matter what she's wearing, she is rocking it. But oh my goodness. So they have the conversation at the fabric store that, you know, Ken is going to take care of Hannah. And actually the miscommunication of them having to get used to the way Armando is living because he was married to a woman before, which was Hannah's mother. And the fact that Cassie actually doesn't know anything except for her dad, because she even says that he did the girl's hair. Like he learned how to do hair, having to do their hair for school. So, you know, he's taking care of all of them throughout the years by himself. So, you know, but she assures them that he will take absolutely great care of little Hannah. So, you know, they're hugging and everything, but then it's really time for them to leave. You know, they've actually left Hannah at, at, um, at his parents, at Armando's parents' house so that she can play with her cousins and stuff. But they're leaving, they go, and the one thing they want to know is, is dad going to come outside? And believe it or not, he does not disappoint. He actually comes outside because we all thought from seasons, like this last season that he just wasn't going to come outside. But he came outside to say goodbye. And he even gives Cassie a necklace as a gift that he wants her to have. Which means that the families are getting together. He's still not sure about coming to the wedding. But he does want his son to be happy. So that is like one of the best things and it looks like we may be getting next week we may be getting the wedding of the season okay because it looks like we are definitely going to see the wedding that we've all been waiting for you know the wedding that made people magazine so oh my goodness but yes, and it looks like next week, of course, Cruella de Vil is coming back, but they weren't on this, on this, you know, episode, but we can't forget about what were they, what was the internet calling her? Delusional Ellie. That, that was what she was being called from Ellie and Victor. So Ellie, Ellie is still in Colombia, not in Providencia, because of the simple fact that um, they really can't stay on the island. They're talking about what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. And it's really like kind of hitting her how devastating the hurricane has been on the island and that she really cannot be in these conditions. Like, he actually can't be in those conditions. But she's just like, you know, she can't give it up. She can't do this. 
but I can't wait either, Deanna. Um, so they're talking and she actually, you know, they're talking back and forth and she's letting him know her concerns and he's really trying to convince her to stay, you know, just to stay, to be there because he's missed her all this time. He seems very genuine. You know, I'm not getting any weird things from him, but let's not forget that, you know, even Hiromi reminds us this man has already cheated. It's it's just so weird. Like, I don't know if I could actually go to an island at, right after a hurricane. You know, that's that's super strange to me. But she managed to do it. Now, after her conversation with Victor, she actually goes to a cafe which has Wi-Fi. And she video chats with her best friend, Hiromi, who is telling her really like, girl, just come home. Just come home. Remember, he cheated. There's nothing out there. Come home. So she's, you know, she's, of course, explaining her side and that she still loves him, but she's really thinking that maybe she should come home. So there wasn't really much to their story at this point, but we do know next week they get into a huge fight um part of it seems to be about money and he gets to the point where he's like hey you know what when i make the money back i will give you the money back because i can't see what's going on here but you know these they're fighting and they're having a huge blowout but of course there have been pictures of her scene back in her pizzeria being the pizza lady. So we're not sure if he came with her or if she's here by herself, but she is definitely back in the United States. So unfortunately, guys, I'm not sure where this is going. So there really can't be any spoilers either way. We just know that she is in the United States. Now, speaking of spoilers and some tea, guys, oh my goodness. From Love in Paradise, someone found the public records of Martine and Steven, and it is really apparent that he has made it diamond clear. Steve and Martine are married. So, yes, he decided to officially make it diamond clear. I don't know if it was her asking. I don't know if it was his just decision or his parents really being, you know, hey, you've been dating this girl too long, make it happen. But yeah, they are officially married, guys. And another thing, the fairy tale of Juliana and Michael is no more. It seems like he's filed for bankruptcy and she headed for the hills. So... I don't know what's quite going on with that. And of course, it's been said that she's out there doing her thing, modeling, because remember before she met him, she was a model. That is how they met. But, um, you know, she's got some things with Calvin Klein and all that, but it seems like their fairy tale romance is over. 
But yeah, guys. So I would say it's safe to wrap this thing up. Thank you. Thank you once again, Angelica, for trusting me with this. Unfortunately, she was not able to make it on this time, but she will be back, guys. But thank you again. And please keep listening to a little bit of everything with me. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queenpin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening, are to you listening to, to a, a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. With Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.